0: Hello and welcome back to the TTP tatani Talks Parsha, the shir where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We've come to the final book, the final Sefer of the Hamisha Homshitor of the five books of Moshe, the five Svarm of Moshe. Of course, that being of Devarm, and Devarm falls out this year, oftentimes around the time of Tishbev. And as we come to Tishbev, we think about the idea of Eila. These are the words. What are the words we use in our lives? What are the words we use in our days, in our weeks, in our months? Do we use calm, tone of voice? Do we use good words, happy words, words that uplift people? Or do we words use words that break people down? What's the matter with you? What's wrong with you? I can't believe you're such, you're, you're insane. What is wrong with you? Words that don't help, words that cut down, words that demolish people doesn't help and is not... Functional to use in our lives and in our days. We talked about a lot on Tani Tech's radio the other night. How the base of the second base of was destroyed because of chinam, The words and the actions of people hating one another for no reason. Baseless hatred, which was the whole story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa. I highly encourage you to listen to Rabbi Foreman's wonderful series on Aleph Beta. We listen to it all the time throughout the years. Kamsa Bar Kamsa, baseless hatred of monsters and men. Very interesting series. And we suggested on Tani Talks Radio, as many others have suggested, far more smart, far more sage-like way before me, how if the base of interest was destroyed because of bad words and bad actions and baseless hate, then it could be rebuilt because of baseless love. Loving one another just because. Behold in every generation, if the base of interest was destroyed and it wasn't rebuilt in your generation, it's as if it was destroyed again in your generation. And again, the base of interest has not been rebuilt, so it's as if it was destroyed again this generation, if it was destroyed because because of chinam, that means the problem is still here. It still exists. And the solution, says the Chafetz Chaim and those sages, wonderful commentators, is Ahavad Chinam, loving one another just because. And as we think about the words we use, we come to Tisha B'av, we sit, we mourn the tragic, the most tragic day of the entire year. So many calamities happen on Tisha B'av. The, the 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 tragic episode of the Maraglim, the episode of losing the base to Magnus number one and number two. Many other things throughout history, a very, very sad day. It's hard to connect to what we could do practically, but we could sit down and write how we could use proper words, how we could have proper Ahavas for one another, to actually do for one another, to interact and use kind words with those around us, to talk with kind words of those around us. And as we think about the Parsha, the saver of Devarim, we think about how it starts out, Elah hadvarim The word Elah is a very interesting word to use in the first word. Of the parsha because Ela these are the words it could have said Vizos ha you know it starts Vizos habracha later on in Sefer Devarim it could have said Vizos but it says Ela why Ela so other commentators other sages have pointed this out I'm not a commentator but. Previous commentators, previous sages have talked about this and Chabad West Side picks up on this also as well, ChabadWestside.org. Why is it that the book, the Sefer, starts with the words Eila HaDevarim? These are the words that Moshe spoke to the children of Israel. The commentators point out that the opening word Eila has the numerical value of 36, Aleph, Hay thirty six corresponds to the last thirty six days of Moshe's life, in which he taught the entire book of Devarim, comprising his last will and testament to the Jewish people. According to the Talmud cited by Rashi, Moshe began his monologue, which makes up the entire book of Devarim, on the first of the Hebrew month of Shavat. Continued to speak for the next thirty six days. Without, without stopping, I don't know, but 36 days until the seventh of Adar when he passed away. Why did he speak for 36? What is the message that we're trying to get from this? Why the word Eila? So it is, thinking about the word 30, the number 36, it's not coincidence that this number appears other aspects in Judaism as well. We know we have 36 candles besides for the Shamash and Hanukkah. There are 36 tractates in the Babylonian Talmud. There are 36 mesechtos in the Talmud. Talmud Bavli. Talmud speaks of 36 saddikim upon which the merit of the world endures. The light of the first day of creation was illuminating the first Shabbos for 36 hours. So what does this have to do with Moshe's last will and testament? 36 is obviously twice chai, which means life. Double life implies one is alive in two crucial ways, one in the body and the other in the spirit. For a person to be truly alive, they must recognize the duality of life and harmonize the two forms of life, being alive in this world and alive in the next world, making sure to understand to use our body, use our souls for the good things, use our words to do good. It's not just enough to be chai, but we need double chai, the life of the body and soul together. We talked about this many times, excuse me, about nefesh Bahami, nefesh asichli, Talking about we want to use light in this world to banish the darkness, to do good things in this world. We want to make sure that the mission of our life to lead to eternal life, we want to bring in Mashiach and not have to have a Tisha B'Av anymore. We study the Torah, we bring the light to the world, 36 tractates of the Talmud, the Talmud Bavli, to bring light to the world, 36 people in the world who influence and illuminate this world, giving the world a taste of the future. Of all the people who are great in history, there was no one like Moshe Pan whom the Torah states. There was no Navi like him. He spoke to Hashem al Pam. His face shone with such luminescence that people couldn't look at him. He had to wear a mask to filter out the light. When Moshe was going to leave the Jewish people that he led for 40 years, knowing that some of the light would again become more elusive, he wanted them to remember 36 so they would remember to lead the life of a double high, two-dimensional life, Ela. As they're going into the promised land to Eretz Yisrael, Moshe wants them to know that Eretz Yisrael has these dimensions as well. That there's the godly dimension that has to be brought down to the physical dimension as well to do the world, to work the land, but to put the spirit into the land to make sure the mitzvahs and the chesed are involved. We have to make sure to fight for the light of the world, to make sure to have the double chai in this life. There's so much murkiness and dirt in the world, we have to make sure to bring only good things to the world. Make sure to leave about this world that we are defending the world with the Torah, with the chesed, with mitzvahs to do good things. We want to make sure to have the mitzvahs of Torah, study of tzedakah, of and mezuzah, so many different things. Mitzvot of lighting the Shabbos candles, illuminating the world as we think about Elah HaDevarim. We think about these are the words. We think about the idea that this is how Moshe Ended his life. His last 36 days on this world, on this earth, was about Elah Hadavarim. These are the words, these are the sayings that Moshe said. He spent his last days, his last weeks on this earth, 36 days. Pouring out his heart to the Jewish people, pouring out the message to the Jewish people, explaining to them, talking to them how this is what would be, this is what happened to you, this is what's going to happen to you. There's so much Shira in the the book of Devarim as well and the Sefer Dvaram as well, alluding to foretelling the future events. And when we think about words and we come to Tishba, we should think how to use our words, how to go about going about our lives to use proper words, proper actions, proper interactions. These are the words. Elah and these are the words. When we sit on Tishba, we think about what we could do in our life. We think about what we could do in our days. We should think about how to spread the light of Torah. We should think about how to spread the light of the world, of goodness to the world. There is a saying, there is a phrase out there. I believe it's Judaic in source that you only have a certain number of words to speak in this world. So why speak negatively? Why speak derogatorily, God forbid? Why speak in a bad way? Make sure to use your words in a right way. Make sure to use your phrases, your sayings in the right way. Make sure to talk in the right way. When we go about it, we make sure to try to speak in a proper way, to try to go about our lives in a proper way. We should use the words. We know the well-known story we talked about the other week how the person who was involved in a lot of Lashon, Haramot Shema Rachilis comes to the rabbi and asks the rabbi, how can I undo the damage that I have done? The rabbi tells him to take the pillow, unleash the feathers from the pillow into the world. He comes back to the rabbi and says, what do I do now? Rabbi says, go retrieve all those feathers that were let out into the world. And of course, the guy says, I can't do that. The rabbi says, you can't take back the words you said. The words you say are not able to be taken back. That's why the Chavetz Chaim points out, there are three elements to the mouth to try to hold your tongue. You have the tongue and the teeth and the mouth to try to hold you back three times before what you say. Before what you speak. You're supposed to think twice before you speak. Really you should think three, four, five times before you speak. You should really think three, four, five, six times before you act as well. We only have 120 years on this earth. How much of that life is you speaking? And that's of course... My connection in general, I feel a very strong pull, obviously, to audio and to podcasting and to radio for many years now. And I saw, it, I sat down in 2018 thinking what I can do with speaking, what I could do with using words. Even though, even in our own lives, if we encounter people that are difficult, that are bossy, that are narcissistic, that are cutting down, using terrible words, terrible language, why do you demand what's the matter with you? What's wrong with you? These kind of words don't help, but I could try to use words that are helpful on my different shows, on my different shiurim. In my life, and each of us can also sit down and try to use helpful words, positive words, soft-spoken terms, soft-spoken ability to speak to those around us. Whether it's a quick doff message in three minutes, or whether it's a partial message we try to do in about 15 minutes, whether it's the radio message we try to do in an hour, or the OT message, or the Pirkei message we try to do in five to ten minutes, we can use our minutes, use our weeks, use our days, and use our years to try to speak well. Try to speak in a good way, in a proper way. These are the words. What are the words you're going to speak and bring into the world? When you're speaking to people, you're calling customer service, you're calling different people, you're interacting with the security guard, interacting with the crossing guard. What kind of words will you use? How can we bring about that That ahav chesed, loving kindness of loving interacting with people in your town, in your neighborhood, people that you see out and about, walking around. How can we bring it that we could all be good sports to have derech heretz and good menschlichkeit to those around us, especially those we interact with on a daily basis in our schools and in our work. We talked about this a lot on the be a good sport topic the other night. We need to be good sports, to be good sportsmanship, to be people that are bringing Derek Eretz to the world, because Derek Eretz, Karmala Torah. Derek Eretz comes before Torah even. It, it was 26 generations before we actually got the Torah. Yaakov had to contend with a had to contend with difficulties abound. Avram was the Aver, Hanahar. He was the every the person standing against the whole world, even his own dad. We have to stand up and stand up for what's right and talk in the right way, in a good way. Elihad Devaram teaches us, these are the words. Use your words properly. Use your words wisely. Use your words in a good way and in a good manner, in a good method. If we think about how the base of English was destroyed because of different actions, and actions start with words interacting with the wrong kind of people in the wrong kind of way in the wrong kind of manner it 's an act it 's an element for a different time but when the, when we think about the second base image which was destroyed because the synum oftentimes baseless hatred starts with baseless hatred of words, starts with in, a, in improper words and improper harshness of words, improper way of dealing with interacting with people. oftentimes we have terrible bosses, horrible bosses, horrible superiors, and sometimes there could be elements in, in our life, whether family or friends or acquaintances or co-workers that are difficult and hard and, uh, inter- and harsh to interact with. The best response sometimes is no response, not responding at all, because it might not be worth it to respond if you're going to respond in an angry way. Or sometimes the best response is a soft-spoken response. A soft-spoken response can turn away the harshest words. I've seen that myself with my own superiors in different schools when they're very intense, very bossy and demeaning. And demanding and very intense. My soft-spokenness, I try to respond. Yes, no problem. Okay, I will take care of it. Or not responding at all, even if it's unfounded and, and accusatory in nature. When we talk in such a way, using our words properly, use your words properly. You only have a certain number of words in this world to begin with. Use your words in a proper way. Use your words in a good way. We think about Eila 36, double high. We want to make a double impact on this world in light, in body, in spirit. We want to make sure to make a good impact in this world, to make sure our Dalit Amos accomplish something in this world. You have a gift, an ability, whether you like to write or to speak. Obviously, I like to speak with audio, podcasting, and radio. What can we do in small aspect of a Dalit Amos? Use your words. Use your ability. Use your capability to talk and interact with people. To make a positive light, a Kiddush Hashem, shining the light of the world in this world of those around us. Elah Devarim shows us that Moshe uses his time wisely all the time, especially the last 36 days of his life, talking to the Jewish people, talking to them, exhorting them to follow in the ways of Hashem. The last will and testament of Moshe is the entire book. And he uses his last few weeks on life, in life, to get this accomplished. His last words, his last Ability. He doesn't set forth a physical will of giving, bequeathing his donkey or his tent to his sons or his wife. He talks to the Jewish people, exhorting the Jewish people to do good and to follow in the ways of Hashem, recounting their history, recounting their abilities in this life. So too in our lives, in our 120 years we should be Zochet to have. As we come to Tishavav and think about Tishavav, we should use our words properly, use our words wisely, be involved in Ahavad Chinam, Ahavad Chesed, being involved in making the world better, doing mitzvahs, doing chesed, and doing Torah learning and interacting with people, whether it's the barista or the bank teller, any person you're involved with, you're talking with, interact with them in a good way, in a proper way. Use those words wisely, and if we could do so, hopefully we could finally be zolchem for Mashiach to come, to not have a tish above, to not have to sit and to mourn and to think about the tragedy of all the tragic things that have happened to us in our past. But hopefully we could live and think forward to the future, where there could be the third base image, where there could be true peace in the world, where there could be wonderfulness in the world. And where we could get many things accomplished. And it all starts with us, with using our words and thinking how we could be involved in Ahavat Chinam to rebuild the base of English. Because if it was destroyed because of Sinachinam, it will be rebuilt with Ahavat Chinam. So think, sit down what we could contribute, how we can interact with people, how we could talk with people and make the world a better place day by day, every single day in many different ways. This has been the TTP Tani Talks Parsha where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.